For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile. And the ones who get in early so everyone can go home on time. There's Granger, Offering professional-grade supplies backed by product experts so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus, you can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call, click Grainger.com, or just stop by. Granger For the ones who get it done. Winning Cures Everything. Now for your hosts, Gary and Chris. Welcome in Winning Cures Everything. It is Friday, October the 9th. I'm Gary. And I'm Chris. And... Much to discuss today, good gracious. Uh, Bears and Bucks were last night. We got some crazy stuff going on in the world of college basketball. And uh, we're going to talk about the NFL schedule. We're going to talk Major League Baseball, all kinds of different stuff for a wonderful Friday to get your weekend started. We know you just got out of work. We understand, and we appreciate you guys for jumping in here and letting us start your weekend. McKenna jumps in already on the chat. He said, happy Friday, gents. Happy Friday to you as well. If any of you would like to join in the chat, you can do so. Uh, you can watch us on Periscope, Twitch, YouTube, or Facebook, and you can jump in the chat on any of those different platforms. It will populate right there on your screen in the bottom left-hand corner. That is what is known as the chat box. You can help drive the conversation of the show. You can tell us your thoughts on everything that is happening. You can tell us uh, how ridiculous we were for betting the Bucks last night, if you would like to. I mean, all, all kinds of different stuff. So, jump in there, jump in the chat, help us out. And if you ever miss a live show, jump in the podcast. Make sure you are subscribed, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify, whatever. Especially on Apple Podcasts, make sure that you leave a nice five-star review. We are going to start this week with podcast exclusives. We will do shows uh, recapping the college football week over there podcast only we will be doing a college football look ahead on Thursdays so we'll figure out how exactly we're going to do that but that will be happening uh, along with some more content that will be over at the website winningcureseverything.com all of our picks previews etc Lawrence jumps in choo choo lane train he said Bama is going down I'm so glad Lawrence decided to join in <laughs> that a boy we, we got the, boy. we got the hurricane coming in you got Hurricane Lane all down there in Oxford, ready to rock and roll, calling Nick Saban elderly this week, just jumping all over all these stories this week. Uh, I think Bama's going to beat them by 40, but maybe it's just me. I did. <laughs> That's just a little gas, Gary. That, just, that might be pass. what it is. That might, that'll, it, that'll pass. It might have been a little bit of this uh, Omeka Altos tequila that I'm drinking right here, uh, which... Hashtag not an ad, but you should probably say, support us because yeah. I drink this crap every day on the show, it feels like. But either way, if any of these liquor companies would like to sponsor us, well, why you can would reach they out. pay us? You just tell the name for free. Well, here's the thing I will stop. I will absolutely stop doing that. You can email me, though, Gary at winningcureseverything.com. We'll set this thing up. I'm telling you, it's good stuff. Giving nothing away for free. Ah, uh, man, you got to give them a taste. You just give them a little taste. Nope. Um, let's see. Lawrence said, matter of fact, Durham also has all the documentation to take down Saban along with Hillary. 
Hey, that's uh, Saban's part of the that's deep what, that's state. That's what from I heard what I too, Lawrence. I heard, I heard that too. That's uh, from what I understand. Yeah, you probably sources. right. He's, it's got, he is involved in the uh, in the situation. It's got something to do with Mercedes Benz and and uh, and Dodge Chargers and all sorts of other stuff. I understand. I know all about it. I know. I know how it's going. I'm part of that. I know. <laughs> all right. Let's go ahead and dive into today's show. Um, Chris, you watched that debacle last night on the NFL. Oh, uh, so frustrating. What, what was it? Was it the NFL Network or was it Fox? Yeah, it's an NFL remember. Network, and you can now stream it on Amazon. There you go. So I, I don't remember. So we, I would channel. tell you this. In the future, we can do some live streaming on the Thursday night shows. How can we do? What are you talking about? Well, people were wanting the other day for us to, to like, watch the show live and, and kind of talk oh, about guess, it, go yeah. through it. I'm gonna, I cannot do that unless it's on a streaming version. So okay. Monday night and Thursday night, I can stream. Well, there you go. Okay. Well, we could probably. Uh, I don't know that about. Sunday night I can stream. Maybe I bet NBC's new Peacock app would let you, and I think that is free. That's uh, that's a good point. Uh, we can I'm figure not this out. Any more apps though? I'm we- done. <laughs> I got too damn many. I'm not buying anymore. No, no, no. I'm I'm out on that. I'm out on the number of apps that you have to buy in order oh. to watch things. It, it's absurd. It's yeah. I'm I'm with you. I am with you. All right, so so it looked like I mean it looked pretty good early, right? Bucks are looking all right. You and I both had them minus three and a half. I had them on a parlay with the over in the Houston two lane game. Now, luckily, I had the over and Houston to win, like Houston on the money line as well. So I had several Houston different things going. But uh, but yeah, the Bucks just completely like. When have you ever known Tom Brady to give up a thirteen to nothing lead? That's ridiculous. Uh, you broke up real bad. I didn't even oh, hear did the I? question, brother. Oh, I was saying, when, when yep. have you ever known Tom Brady or a Tom Brady team to give up a 13 to nothing lead at any point in any game? <clears throat> this team this team has no discipline at all. It's it, This is not a Tom Brady problem. It, you know how much I love Bruce, okay? Yeah. So this is, not a, this is not a knock on Bruce, but it's a knock on Bruce, all right? This You know how I feel about penalties. You know how I feel about sloppy play. You're either coaching it, which I don't believe he is, or you're allowing it to happen, which I do believe he is. Okay. The offensive line cannot block anybody without without holding. I do think that's the best pass rush they've played all year. It's probably going to be the best pass rush they play all year um, for the rest of the year too, which is a good thing for Tom. But uh, they were a damn disgrace. Receivers were dropping balls, running bad routes. Um, he, these, are, these are things that are outside of Tom's – situation now tom is a 43 year old quarterback he is going to have his flaws um he is not mobile at all so if the offensive line is not going to be able to create a pocket for him there's going to be a problem okay yeah so so that's 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 real and that's that's something that needs to be addressed and i I mean i don't don't really know how you can address it you you can't make him any younger than 43 but he's (laughs) he's just not going to take those hits in october i understand that um because he's he's playing for january Okay, that's that's yes. what he's playing for. He's and that, playing for that makes sense. But the the other side of this is, you know, it, if it's if it's happening now, who's to say that it won't be happening in January? And this is just a a sign of an undisciplined team, right? Yeah. Well, and I think that's why Bruce's teams have never made it crazy far in the playoffs. I mean, he's fun. 
I think but, they're, 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 they're a lot of fun in the regular season. They have been for you when he was with Arizona. All these teams are a lot of fun. They're very talented, and, and, and they, are, they are good football teams. And they're tough to beat, okay? But a lot of times they get beaten by lesser opponents, and I'm not calling the Bears necessarily lesser opponents all the time. That defense is real good when they are healthy and they are on. But they beat themselves a lot. And if you go back and look at all of Bruce's teams throughout history, there's a reason none of them have made it to the big dance on Sunday, all right, in February. You're right. There's a reason that they are always knocked out early. And, and, you know, they just find ways in crucial situations to beat themselves. And, and that is, that is nothing new for Bruce Arians. I mean, he, he kind of lives that way, you know, I mean, he, there's a, Jameis has a problem throwing the ball to the other team and always has every quarterback Bruce has ever had though. He teaches an offense, a style of offense that is let a rip tater chip. We're not afraid of you turning the ball over because we believe that we'll make more big plays than we'll make more big mistakes. And, and so that interception, you know, if you throw five touchdowns, which he did last week and two interceptions, <laughs> which he did last week, he's okay with that trade off. He's okay. Yeah. And, and that's the gambler mentality. I, I feel a kinship to that. I understand it. I, I am that guy, but it's not something Tom has ever done in his life. I think that's taking some getting used to because the rest of this team is used to playing that way. They're used to being undisciplined as long as they think it gives them that little edge for the next play. Well, it kind of, so it cracks me. The, the gambler mentality is, is one thing, but my God, I mean, it, four field goals in this game by Ryan Suckup, only one touchdown. I was completely wrong on this. Like, I, I don't feel like it was the weapons that necessarily cost or the lack thereof. I, you know, McKinnon jumps in. One of the few times I've ever seen Tom go off on his teammates, uh, especially the linemen that can't say. hundred percent. They deserved it. Yeah, they deserved it for sure. Oh, they deserved it. Uh, they played like shit. They, I mean, kicking a, a 25-yard field goal, uh, all this just minor stuff that eventually comes back to bite you. And, and the gambler part of it ended up costing them at the end of the game because you, you left as much time on the clock as the Bears needed yep. to, to be able to come back down the field and score. I can't, I can't believe that last drive, they took 15 seconds off the clock. That's it. That's yeah. criminal. And, and did not criminal. make and them. And that's play calling. And, and so, hold on, hold on. Did not make them use their timeouts. No, they used one of the they three. Used that's one insane. Of them. Like, so, so I, I will tell you, and maybe I'm giving him a pass because I like him, okay? I do think Bruce has given a lot of offensive uh, freedom and control to Byron. And I and I really like Byron Leftwich, and I think he's going to be an up-and-comer in this game. But he's got to get more discipline on that offense. Oh, yeah. Byron is the one that needs to be going in there slapping helmets and, and knocking knocking people out and cussing them out. That If he's going to run the offense, then he needs not Bruce and not Tom. It needs to be Byron because I'm going to tell you, I believe – in four or five years, if they keep winning and doing well and nobody gets fired, Bruce is not sticking around that long. Tom is not sticking around that long. Byron, Byron will, will be, be the one left standing. He's the one that has to take control of this offense. It's his offense. I do believe that Bruce has given it to him. He needs to get some control and discipline with these guys. Yes. Yes. hundred percent. I mean, you're, you're dead on with this. I'm, it, it irritated me to no end 
you know, Big Dick Nick is now 2-0 and against Tom Brady. Oh, God damn. I mean, it's just, and, and they even swap teams. Like, there is nothing about this Bears roster that should be better than what the Bucks have. Uh, but they, big, they, they weren't, it was, all, this was a, dis, this is a defensive football game. Wait, There's a reason hey, this McKinnon, game was 20 to 19. McKinnon said between penalties and blown protection, it was a complete shit show. And it was. Yeah, it was it was a complete shit show. And I'm going to tell you this. This is the first game that we had Khalil Mack healthy all season. And holy shit. Let's yeah. not forget that this guy used to be in the conversation as defensive player of the year every game. Okay. Let's let's not forget that. This man is a monster. All right. Oh, he most certainly he is, is. He is a monster. I know, I know that I sing I the praises of Miles coming. Garrett all day long. When he <laughs> hip thrusted and just chunked uh, 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 Worth or whatever, yep. the, the, their first round offensive lineman, oh, holy cow. Yeah. I was just like, Jesus, I don't know what I'm looking at here. That's Damian, a, that's a grown ass man throwing a child. Damien jumps in and all he says is, What's up? And that's all he has to say. Hey, no, Damien, that's all you need to say, we, Damien. We Listen, brought you up last Victor night. Victor goes to spoils. Yes. That's it. We brought you up last night. We were talking about how you Gary, were going to absolutely. Gary sent me a text last night, and he was just like, <laughs> Damien's going to murder us. He's going to murder us. <laughs> and I was just like, hey, he gets the right to. His team won. Oh, yeah. And that's, hey, more power to you, brother. I'm hey, glad the, Bear, you're here. the Bears defense looked fantastic last night. Nick Foles looked absolutely calm and collected. To, he, down the he, stretch he of that game. Really, he did have some really bad throws still. Oh, yeah, there absolutely. Are some, there are some freeze frames that we went back on that, that I, I went back on and, and watched and, and, and searched through, like, Twitter football to find a lot of these. There were some guys. So here's my problem with Todd Bowles. I'm, I'm really putting a lot on the, the coordinators for the Bucks today. He played a soft coverage all game, and Big Dick Nick just cut them up underneath short six, seven, eight-yard routes all day long, matriculating the ball down the field to where they could get an easy field goal range, no problem. And every time he threw it deep, he missed his guy by, I'm talking some of these, eight or nine yards, not even close. And I'm thinking, why press the damn receiver and make him throw deep? If if Allen Robinson burns you, there's a 30% chance Nick is going to miss him by the the length of a car, okay? (laughs) So I don't care if Allen Robinson burns your ass. Oh uh, yeah, you can't yeah. let him get eight yards to catch. Oh man, that's uh, I, yeah. You're right. You're right. McKinnon jumps I, in. I, I'm, I, hard I told, on, I'm hard on Bowles and I'm hard on Byron. I like both those guys a lot. I think they're both going to one. One of those two men are going to take over this organization in in three to five years. They got to be better than they were last night. Oh, absolutely. McKinnon said, I even told Chris last night, Brady impressed the hell out of me, even though he got the physical shit beaten out of him. Cruz Madrid jumps in. What's (laughs) up, Gary and Chris? My Giants are tanking for Trevor. Uh, Your Giants ain't the only ones, it appears. So I'm going to tell you that they ain't taking Trevor. They are so in on Daniel. You think so? Yeah. You're probably right. It'll have to be an entire new organization. Yeah, now you're. I think you're right. I think you're right. Damien jumps in. By the way, all I'm going to say is somebody needs to test Brady for Alzheimer's. Hey, we didn't even bring that up. How do you not know it's fourth down? It's not like he he spiked he the ball. He just didn't. Like, he just didn't remember spiking the football. I but mean, I, you're in the you're in the middle of a of a heated situation. I'm not killing the guy for that. Now I'm I'm the last person in the world that's going to ever do that though. But I, he, you know, he's in a heated situation. He remembers running two uh, three plays. He, hey. he remembers running three plays yeah. because he, he just doesn't remember spiking the football. Well, and, and it wasn't only him. I, 
Like, no, it wasn't the, the entire offense forgot it also, by the way. Yeah. I'm certain whoever's in the ear of him, Byron, forgot it as well. Yeah. Shep jumps in, by the way. Only just found your channel. Amazing content and analysis. Hey, man, we appreciate that. Thanks. Hit that subscribe Thanks. button. We appreciate it. Tell your friends about it. All that good stuff. So, Damian Estrada, cheers to you, my brother. Hey, your Bears are 4-1. and 4-1. and one. That's, that's how it goes. That's how it goes. Your Bears are 4-1. and one. Listen, Green Bay's coming. Get ready for Green Bay. If you take down Green Bay, nobody will be happier than me, brother. I promise you. Oh, McKinnon says, uh, so the word going around is either Bruce or Byron were saying third down in his ear. Yeah, somebody somebody was in his ear saying these things, and this is why things get confused. A lot of stuff is being said on those headsets, by the way. I will tell you that I would not handle that many people talking to me at once. Yeah, I think I, I, agree. I, I would not. When I'm trying to do a job as important as run a two minute offense for my for a football team, when there's other people on the other side of the field like Khalil, Khalil Mack with the ability to to separate my <laughs> to, orbital bone <laughs> to kill I, you, <laughs> I I don't really want three other people yelling in my headset. Yes, like if I was a quarterback, I would want to have a button that I could turn that thing off. Yeah, no, I, I agree with you. Uh, Cruz said, don't get me wrong, Chris, I like Danny Dimes, but Trevor or Panay Sewell are the picks. Uh, Sewell, 100% should be the pick. 100%. He's the best player in this draft. Do not get it twisted. Like, he, I'm telling you, and Chris, you know this, we talked about him last year. Panay Sewell, the Oregon tackle. Yeah. Unfreaking. What does that have to do with Danny Dimes? Danny, he, because he was talking about the Giants uh, tanking for Trevor. They ain't tanking for yeah. Trevor. Like, they, they're going to get Panay Sewell. They got to fix that yeah. offensive line. That yeah. line is shit. Well, they're not the they're not the only ones looking for tanking folks, okay? Yeah. The, the good a, part about this is you don't have to tank all the way in order to get Panay Sewell. Because no, whoever's I think, first I think at least the two quarterbacks are going and and possibly three. Yeah. Yeah. No, you're right. You are right. Uh <laughs> Shep said, just subbed. I wish Brady was Mike just to hear that outburst. Yeah, you got that right. And and Joseph Gomez is trying to get on you a little bit today. You see it? Yeah. Joseph said, Pats go three and five or two and six, and the tanking begins. No, sir. There is not a tanking bone in, in Bill, Bill Belichick's, Belichick's body. body. It ain't happening. <laughs> like, they will fight until the bitter end. He would retire before he tries not to win a football game. That's just the truth. That's the truth. Uh, McKinnon said, y'all see that clip of Brady rolling his eyes after he saw he got sacked by Mack again? Funny yeah. stuff right there. Yeah, I, I would be too. No, no, My yeah, God. you just know, you just know, fifty-two's coming, and there's not a damn, there's not one of these five men that can stop him that are that are standing in front of you. These large behemoth of of giants, and not a damn one of them can do anything about it. Do you think there has ever been an offensive line that Brady has played behind that he did not trust before this year? <laughs> no, no, I don't. Even some of the some of the ones in New England weren't great, but they were coached up so well. They were schemed so well. They could take out any one great defensive player. They usually couldn't take out two or three, but but they could they could take somebody. They would they would have found a way to scheme Mac out of this. Oh, certainly. And and this offensive coaching staff did not do any of that. No, they played right not. into it. I had high hopes for Leftwich. There's a world in which he's just going to be an OC and and maybe okay OC for a while. You you might be right. You might. I be love right. the guy and I want him to be better, but so far he's got to be the one to take control of that offense. Uh, Cruz said, "My two favorite teams are trash. My Giants are trash, and my Oklahoma Sooners are as well." Uh, 
Uh, look, here's the good thing about Oklahoma. You are allowed a down year here and there. You got That's a freshman right. – well, not a freshman, but you got a young quarterback, first-time starter. Things are going to be fine at Oklahoma. That's no problem. The Giants, however, that's an issue. Uh, Damien said, what's y'all's thoughts on Brady not congratulating Foles after the game? I'm not, I'm, not a, I'm not a big fan of the fact that, you know, he, he walked off the field. I know he was just pissed off at his team. Yeah, he was mad. I don't think, I don't think this is a, 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 a anything against Foles. I guarantee you he called him or texted him or something. Probably, yeah, I, 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 I'm, I'm, I bet he did. It. I would be shocked if he didn't talk to him at some point in time. Jeff said, hey, it could be worse. Uh, look at the NFC East. What a dumpster fire. As an Eagles fan, times are rough right now, although we're the best of the way. Look at that. We got Giants fans and Eagles fans in here and Bears fans. Hey, I like it. I like it. Cheers to it. All right, let's uh, let's jump off NFL for just a second. We are going to get back into it here momentarily. But the biggest news story of the day, now that we are 20 minutes into this bad boy, has to do, uh, Joseph said he walked off at the Super Bowl as well. Eh. Well, I knew about the Super Bowl one. Now, that one, that one, I, yeah. And McKinnon said, tell that Cruz fella I feel him. Auburn and Atlanta are killing me. <laughs> Auburn is going to get right this weekend. <laughs> Do not worry about that. Uh, Greg Marshall. Greg Ooh, Marshall is the, the coach. What the hell is happening? He is the coach at Wichita State. He is the, the men's basketball coach at Wichita State. And this guy has been to a Final Four with Wichita State. He has, um, I mean, he had an undefeated regular season. You know, they, they got a terrible matchup in the NCAA tournament. But... He is now being accused of choking an assistant coach, of punching a player in the face at practice, and being just overall verbally abusive, using racial slurs, using, you know, all kind of different stuff. Um, Now, to say that you couldn't have seen this coming means you just weren't paying attention, right? Everybody knows that Greg Marshall is a hothead, and he is a yeller, and he does it during games, and he's he is known for being incredibly aggressive. However, uh, to this extent, I don't know that anybody would have known this. I, I mean, this, say, I, listen, you just described Coach Cal. You just described, I mean, you described a lot well, of college basketball Other coaches. than the choking and the punching, right? But yeah, the, the, that's the racial slurs. I don't know what those were, but it, it, I, it's just really hard to think that you could coach men's basketball for as long as he has and use racial slurs. Well, that, so it, I don't think it was. It, I don't think it was the the worst. He's of not the worst. using the M word, right? Correct, correct. He's not yeah. doing that, but he was talking about. You think he, maybe he called them thugs or something like that? It's something along those lines. There was also uh, he was talking to a white player, asking if he was scared of. Uh, brothers, if he was yeah. scared of all right. so, guys that, that were raised by their grandparents and all that, yeah. you know, all that kind of stuff, and and talking okay. about a Native American guy, uh, telling him to get back on his horse and and started making like Indian noises, you know, whatever. It, it's okay. it's pretty ridiculous stuff. He's he's overall an asshole, choking yes. somebody, putting your hands on a kid. We just live in a world where you can't do that. And anymore. we are talking about stuff that happened five years and three years ago. How yeah. in the world is this that, stuff kept yeah. quiet for that long? I was just about to say, how did nobody say anything after you choke somebody or you put your hands on a kid? Uh, you got me. I have no idea. I mean, it's insane. Uh, Damien said, hope y'all learned y'all's lesson going against the Bears. Hey, we might bet against them again. Just depends on the week. It happens. I it's like Chicago. I yeah. like the Bears. We, we've always liked the Bears. It's nothing against them. Cruz said those Shockers teams were fun to watch when they went undefeated in top 10 every year. Yeah. Yeah, they were. They absolutely No, they were. really were. And they're still fun to watch now. The issue is the reason all of this even popped up. This offseason, after the season, they had seven 
players transfer from the program. And it's been an ongoing thing. Every season, they tend to have a lot of guys that start to transfer out. You start to hear, you know, mumblings here and there of, eh, maybe something ain't quite right there because, I mean, they hadn't made the NCAA tournament since 2018. They've yeah, been, been pretty while. good, but they also joined the AAC. They've got, you know, some some things going on there, and people were trying to figure out what in the hell is happening. And Jeff Goodman started asking around. When you start asking questions, then you start getting answers, and then Wichita State wants to know what you have found out. Now Wichita State is doing their own internal investigation, and they're hiring outside people to do uh, an outside investigation of inside the pro- – you know, all that kind of mess. Uh, Greg Marshall came out today with a statement and said that he never did these things. However – They've got 26 different player accounts of things that have happened inside that program and a ton of witnesses that don't want to put their name on it, but they all say that these things actually happened. And I don't know how you end up surviving. No, I take that back. I know how you survived this. Uh, the Koch brothers, like, they are billionaires. They have the influence to be, or they, they have the power to be able to influence elections. Yes, so they may do. They can absolutely. Uh, here's here's the deal that happened at Wichita State just not that long ago. Ivanka Trump wanted to go speak at the school. The president of the school fought to the nail to make sure that that did not happen. Yep. And then the president was fired because the Koch brothers wanted to make sure that that was allowed to happen at their school. So he could absolutely keep his job. Yes. However, it is more than likely... That he is gone. Now, it, what I'm so, most concerned about, or not concerned, what I'm surprised about is the fact that it was quiet for this long, Chris. How in the world does that happen? The Koch brothers have deep pockets. And and if you choke somebody, it's, it's real. How much would, if, let's say your boss choked you. Yeah. And then somebody showed up with a bag of cash <laughs> and say, you don't ever say a word. Now, you know that person who's handing you that bag of cash also has enough money to, if you break that vow, they're just going to be killed. Yeah. And I, no, I don't think that's happening here. But, I mean, who knows? Who knows? Uh, Birdie jumps in, by the way, said, uh, Good day, Gary and Chris. I hope you're winning your day. Hopefully we are. If Louisville covers tonight, we should be fine. <laughs> yeah, I was about to say, where are we both on Louisville? Yeah, yeah, Damn. you got that All right. right. We're, both, um, we're both on the Bucks. Now we're both on Louisville. There you go. Woo. There you go. Uh, let's see. We have, so our YouTube comments are not popping up now, but I'm seeing them on YouTube. Uh, let's see. Cruz said, hey, Chris and Gary, I'm going to go. Sorry, guys. Been feeling sick for a few weeks now. Just want to talk to you guys for a bit. Have a great rest Self-taken of your day. Self-taken care hey, of. Yep. Take care of yourself. Do your thing. You can jump in anytime. Make sure you download the podcast. There you go. Uh, <laughs> let's see. Birdie said, take care of Cruz. And, uh, and Damien said, uh, their last name is Coke. That should give you a hint. Uh, well, it's, it's K-O-C-H. It's not Yeah, C-O-H, it's the other Coke. So. It's a way bigger Coke than yes. the way, other way bigger. Coke. Way, way bigger. <laughs> So, uh, but yeah, yeah, I, I'm, I'm surprised uh, at, at all of these happenings. It, but at the same time, I'm not because I know that he's a hothead. I know that his, his wife has gotten kicked out of arenas for yelling at referees. Uh, this is, I mean, it's fun a sad, family. Yeah. Fun, fun family. Just great, great to have her over at a dinner party, I bet. It's sad because he is a fantastic coach. But he is a really good coach. Now, let me ask you this. Now that some of this stuff has come to light. Do you think, so let's say they don't fire him. 
Yeah, I think you have to. Yeah, because recruiting recruiting is going to determine everything. I I knew that's the word. I knew that was the direction you were going. How can you effectively do your job if you cannot recruit? Yeah, and I don't think you can. So therein lies the problem. It's the Coke brothers might want to save you today, but in two years, when you can't recruit a single four star to come to your school anymore, and you're playing in the American, and you're finishing fifth or sixth every year. I don't know that we're willing to spend any more money to save you. Shep jumps in on YouTube. He said, I remember when Marshall went after those referees a few years back and was kicked out. He said, think about, uh, he said, I think that video is online. Yeah. No, he's, he's always been a hothead. Like he's just, he, but hang on now. There's a difference between hothead and feeling like legitimately untouchable. This this is, you know, do you think that, hang on. I'm sorry, I'm going to interrupt you no, again. You're good. Do you think that has anything to do with the fact? I mean, this dude had some big time offers coming his way, and he never left there. Mm. And do you think do you think guys like the Koch brothers have a lot to do with that? Saying, "Hey, why would I ever leave this? I'm I'm yes. connected with two of the most powerful people in the world at this small school in Kansas. I can just stay here forever, and I can kind of do anything I want. That that's a lot." To do with it, I take an That's Alabama job or something like that. I lose all of that. Well, so so here's he was up for the Alabama job. He was up for well, he was rumored for the Alabama job. He was yep. rumored for the Texas job. He was rumored for the UCLA job. A couple of different things, right? Now the Koch brothers. He is currently the fifteenth highest paid coach in the country. Last yes. year or before last season, he was the tenth highest. So he still got the same salary, which is three and a half million dollars, which is absurd for a school the size of Wichita that's, State. That's right. But um, this is this is Bobby Knight kind of stuff. Like, he he was the guy at Wichita State. There's also allegations of him uh, chasing down somebody that had, like, one of the students that had parked in his parking spot, and he jumped out of his car yelling, do you know who the F I am, and tried to punch the kid. Like, this, but this is what I'm saying. It's this is not stuff. just a hothead guy. This is a guy who truly believes he's untouchable. Oh, like, yes. I, I know people who are hotheads, but but they still have a healthy, normal rationalization and fear for, I'm, I live in a world in which you don't just randomly run and chase folks down. You get your ass kicked doing that, or you'll get yep. fired doing that, or you'll, like, negative things can come your way. He truly believes he's untouchable. So, from everything, it, but those jobs that I just brought up, the yep. Texas job, he was he was rumored for it because yes. he was a big name coach at a, a smaller school, etc. But they never wanted anything to do with him because they did their due diligence and whatnot. Alabama, they flew him out, they did all this, and and I was I I was convinced that they were about to hire him because they were offering you know almost $5 million, like crazy yep. money. And and he ended up saying that he took his name out of the hat. Mm-hmm. But what I heard was that Alabama backed off of him, which is nah, kind of crazy. I'm sure, I'm, I'm sure he took his name out of the hat, and, and maybe so, maybe so. But I had heard that, and then I heard the same thing about UCLA, where no. you know you get knee-deep in the process, and UCLA just paid Mick Cronin $5.5 million. Like, they they talked about him for the UCLA job two different times. It's, you know, you start to hear these things in the background, and if your school does not want to be involved with that, then uh, you just kind of take a step back and then go from there. But, you know, I, they, I could not figure out for the life of me why he had not moved on because he was at, oh, 
God, where was he before? Like Wagner or yeah, some or real something real like that. Some, some. Um, but he he met he went to uh, Wichita State and was highly successful, and then just never moved on from there. And yet they weren't upping his salary every year. Every time he was offered one of these jobs over the last three years, they weren't upping his salary. It was, it was really weird. Well, so, <laughs> I'm not worried about the salary. I've told you before, anybody who would turn down power for money is a fool. Oh, no, you're right. You're right. And I think he, that's what happened he, here. He is a guy. If you're chasing down students and you're punching assistants, choking assistants, and putting your hands on kids, you you have ultimate power at that school. Yeah. Uh, and and 1.5 or $2 million more ain't, ain't enough to walk away from all that power. Oh, you're right. Because two bad seasons at Texas and your ass is gone. Yep, you are correct. Birdie said, be careful saying a guy who coaches with violence is a good coach. Uh, it's not a good look. Criminals are criminals. Let's not glorify them. Uh, now, look, true. True. I, we're, I'm we're, with we're, you. However, yeah. his his record speaks for itself. I mean, that's, are, that's we not gonna say that, are we not going to say that Bobby Knight was a good coach? I mean, yeah. he absolutely was a good coach. Now, uh, Bobby Knight didn't coach with violence. Come on now. I, I mean, hey, he, he choked Steve Offord. I mean, Man, it, it was a, I don't know that he choked him. He I, he he popped kid, but that was a totally different time. Man. I understand it was a different I mean, time. I, I played football at Olive Branch High School. Okay, what was done to me at that time to get my ass in shape is considered violence today. All agreed, right, that's agreed. when Bobby Knight was doing those things. But that wasn't violence then. All right, yeah, and, no, no, no. I'm many a coach put many a hand on me. Yeah. Okay. That's, and it was I, to I'm not, get my ass in in shape. I'm not saying any of that. It like I, I, you get where I'm coming from. But you, that was you, the '90s, and this is 2020. Yeah. And he and did this two and three years ago. All well, right. He, he did. So he punched the player in 2015, and he choked the assistant coach in 2017. Yeah. Just so, different different world today than yeah, then. So you cannot Bobby get Knight, away with that. Can't Bobby Knight slapping players the way he did. Dude, I would have I would have paid for a slap over over some of the hits I got. Oh yeah. Oh absolutely. Absolutely. Uh had a guy just hit me up on Twitter that just asked what is our line on Louisville Georgia Tech. Uh the most recent one that I'm seeing is 5 right now. And I I got it at 4 and a half last night. Uh but it's sitting at 5 right now. I think I think most people think Louisville should be able to get this thing done so long as they don't turn the football over and and Mikel Cunningham looks right. But we'll see. Right. We will see. All right, uh, let's talk about the NFL schedule change. We won't spend long on this, and then we'll close out with some Major League Baseball. Support for this podcast and the following message come from Coriant. Coriant provides wealth management services centered around you. They focus on exceeding your expectations and simplifying your life. Coriant has been helping high achievers just like you enjoy their lives more fully, preserve their wealth, and provide for the people, causes, and communities they care about. As one of the largest integrated fee-only registered investment advisors in the U.S., Coriant has deeply experienced teams in 23 strategic locations. Coriant has extensive knowledge spanning the full spectrum of planning, investing, lending, and money management disciplines. Leverage Coriant's exclusive network of experts to craft custom solutions designed to help you reach your financial goals, no matter how complex they may be. Real wealth requires real solutions. For more information, connect with a wealth advisor today at Coriant.com. That's C-O-R-I-E-N-T.com. Coriant.com. For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile, and the ones who get in early so everyone can go home on time, there's Granger. 
offering professional-grade supplies backed by product experts so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus, you can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. The NFL schedule changes are interesting. Now, I am always a fan. Um, let's see. Uh, let's see. I'm out. This song you know of. I can't do it. This These are kids. This can't happen. We can't justify this. Yeah. I mean, I'm with you. I'm not justifying it at no, all. No, not justifying it. No, no. We're we, saying it's We wrong. called him a good coach talking about his record and what he's been able to do on the court. We just now are finding out about these things. Yeah. So... And we're we saying that it's inexcusable and you yeah, cannot. We couldn't judge him yesterday for these things because we didn't know they happened. You are correct. You are correct. Uh, the NFL schedule stuff, they are moving three different games. The Pats Broncos game has been moved to Monday at 4 p.m. Central Time. Now, ESPN was not happy that they were competing with Kansas City and the Patriots last week. So they moved their game back. They the one well, no, 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 the NFL just gave ESPN both games. Well, no, I'm talking about the last game. They moved their game back. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. No, they certainly it, did. It did not start until the first game was over. Birdie jumped back in the chat. He said, "Great coach. Look, what I'm saying is he's got a great record. How's that? Hopefully, hopefully that explains it better. He's got a great record. I'm not saying that he's a great. I coach think it's always said man. too. Yeah, like I'm saying that." He has been effective in that position for a little bit. But, yes, it has gone downhill in the last few years uh, as far as record and everything else. Uh, before this, yeah, I, I thought he was a really good coach. I don't know that now. I'm not yep. excusing anything that he's doing. Yep. So, hopefully we have right. made that as abundantly clear as possible so that we don't have any more arguments. We're saying that he is a jerk and an asshole, and what he did was inexcusable, and he should be fired for it. Yeah. However, his record is what it is. So, what do you want me to say? <laughs> right, We're good. We're good. All right. Um, so, the Pats-Broncos game is on Monday, and it is going to be on ESPN. It is not a CBS game this time. It will be on ESPN, and the Saints game that evening against the Chargers will start at 7.15 p.m. Central Time. And so, you got two games back-to-back, and the Broncos-Pats game will be called by Kirk Herbstreet and Chris Fowler. Love that. I am I all love, for this. I love that this is the second game we're getting with those guys. Yes. Yes. I am a big fan of that. Now, yep. we have a Tuesday night game that will be on CBS, and it will begin at 7 p.m. Central Time. That is the Bills at the Titans. The Titans are finally going to play football again. Now, here's the, the catch to it. The Thursday night game between the Bills and the Chiefs has been moved from Thursday to Sunday. And if the Titans have another positive between now and Tuesday, they may move the Titans game back to Thursday. So Bills-Titans on Thursday night football, and then Chiefs and Bills would be moved to another day. This is complicated. This is a bit of a disaster if they would... Tack on a week at the end of the season. I think that kind of fixes a lot of these problems because if 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 the if the stuff that they are doing, whereas 
you got one or two positives. You're having to shut down facilities. You're having to do all this kind of stuff. If you are having to postpone games days for one or two positive tests, then why not just tack it on at the end of the season? Now, you can you can do some finagling here and there, but like Titans and Bills on a Tuesday is just weird. Like, and don't get me wrong, I'm a fan of Tuesday night football. Absolutely, let's go. But, but why in the world would you not? And Damian jumps in. The NFL should just cancel the season. This is dumb. Uh, like, come on, man. Uh, why if would they you not just the season? Your Bears would have never got to form one. You got that right. You got that right. Uh, Birdie said, "I calmed down. Sorry, this stuff just hits yeah. home." Yeah, that's okay. I, it's all good. It's all good. So I, maybe I did not do a good job of explaining. But what, Chris? What are your thoughts on just you know extending the season a weekend? Am I am I crazy for this? Um, <laughs> sorry. You're good. Was that Maui? Yeah, my dog just came in and just growled at me. He is pissed right now that he's, I am not playing with him. Mad at um, you. I'm a. I feel a little conflicted about this. I think. We have treated two different teams that had a COVID issue two completely different ways, and all I want in this world is consistency. Yes. The Patriots had somebody pest positive, happened to be the quarterback of the football team, flew down, played the best team on the world, had to play him without our quarterback. Played him to a pretty pretty good game, in my opinion. Yeah, right? it was not bad. Why the hell didn't we just tell the Titans, these nine players are out, sit your ass down, everybody else plays. That's the like you you have got it set up where the practice team guys can jump in immediately. What what Let is the play. problem? Oh oh you don't you don't want those practice team offensive linemen blocking for for Derrick Henry and 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 your 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 newly minted quarterback that you just paid a lot of money to. I'm sorry, tough shit. Yeah, I'm I'm with play you. the game. Uh, Birdie. play the game with who you have that's healthy, and if anybody else gets sick, then they don't get to play either. Right? Yeah. Or or reschedule the Patriots Chiefs game as well. Oh no, we wouldn't do that. We wouldn't do that. No, 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 no. Well, no, I mean, here we are with the the Pats and the Broncos, and they're you know, they've got a couple of positives or whatever. We're gonna play without Gilmore. We're gonna now play without the, the reigning defensive player of the year. And okay. and now you're pushing it from Sunday to which Again, I got guys like Damien and, and, and these other cats that come on here and talk all this shit about how the, the Patriots get everything and the league defends them and they protect them. No, they don't. They hate their ass. They hate them. Yeah, they do. They're never going to defend them. They're never going to protect them. They're always going to leave them out to hang. What are they doing to the Titans right now? Just blowing them. Give them everything they want, every opportunity. Go. Oh, you want to play on Tuesday? Okay, we'll play sure. on Tuesday. That's fine. Oh, bounce you to Thursday. We'll, we'll just keep we'll just keep inconveniencing everybody to accommodate you. Now I like Tennessee, so I'm not just trying to shit on them, but this is more of a shitting on Roger Goodell right now. Okay. Yeah. The lack of consistency for how he handles everything is the reason he always finds himself in the criticism that he gets himself in. It's his own damn fault for not having a policy in place and following the policy. That's yeah. all. Like, we with just the want Pats, some consistency. It, with the Pats, it's very – now, again, what I was talking about is, is exactly the situation that the Pats are in. Is they have one positive, and they're moving the game to Monday, which – that ends up affecting the Broncos. That ends up affecting the team that the Broncos play next. 
That ends up affecting the Pats for their next game. That ends up affecting, like, this whole thing with the Titans affects the Bills and the Chiefs. Like, moving a game from Sunday to Monday is nothing. It affects nothing, Gary. It, it just affects it, nothing because Monday is an week. off day for all these teams anyway. And so now they, they just won't have their off day and they'll just go back into work. Like this, it, it does nothing. They, I, they like playing on Monday night football. I Moving the game from Sunday from. to Monday is nothing. Joseph said the Titans had more contract, uh, more contact tracing than the Patriots. Both players and executives tested positive, so it would take over a week to go through the all the testing. Yes, I understand that. They're testing every day and they're doing rapid testing. And the, I understand the incubation period is several days. I get that, right? And that's why the Titans keep having, you know, guys test positive. My issue here is tack on a week at the end of the season. For the love of God. Like, there are, are There are ways to solve this that are, that, that are better than how the NFL is doing it. But I don't expect anything less than what I'm getting from the NFL. They Roger Goodell is really good at one thing, cocking stuff up. Okay? Yeah. He's yep. just going to dick it all up. He's going to be handed this $100 billion organization. He's going to make $100 million, and he's going to F it up. Uh, That's what he's good at. Yeah. Yeah, I agree. Bad press, making bad decisions over and over and over and over again. But he's also really good at taking in, uh, uh, network executives into a closet, putting a a bag over their head, putting a gun to their face and telling them you're going to sign this contract for a metric shit ton of money. Yes. And all his owners are happy. And so they don't care. <laughs> Damien said they hate the Patriots so much that they got a slap on the wrist for stealing other teams, playbooks, videos, and deflating balls for them to win a Super Bowl. Wow. That's a lot of hate. Uh, right. Look, the the difference is everybody does all of those I'm, things. I, I'm not. Yeah. Yeah. All, everybody I'm not rehash all this. That's all why none of, of the owners things, were upset about it. All of those things that you said, yes. They went to the Steelers and they went to the Ravens because that's who they found that they had tapes on. Not the Rams, by the way. Steelers and the Ravens. And both of those owners said, stop this investigation. Burn all those tapes. We're doing the same shit. Yeah. This is stupid. Everybody does it. Everybody but that's does okay. It. That's okay. You can be upset because they beat your team's ass consistently. I understand that's a problem. Which is why everybody's mad about the Houston Astros. Don't get me wrong. I don't like the Astros either. But And we're going to get to Major League Baseball yeah. here momentarily. Uh, McKinnon said, I think it falls more in the line of the Titans are missing so many dudes versus just a few from the Pats. Don't get me wrong. It's wonky at best, but I can understand if it's so many dudes. That's why you got practice team guys. Yeah. You, get, you, hey. you got guys that break protocol and, you know, end up getting this thing. Sucks. Sucks to suck, Sucks. sucker. I mean, my God, it, look, the Marlins went through that and they made it to the damn playoffs. That's right. So one of one and one a playoff series. Yes. So I mean, it, my God, like you're just gonna have to deal with it this season. It just sucks. It's part of it. So it's and I understand all the contact tracing. I get all that. I I understand it. My my entire point to all of this was, this is just the beginning. Like they are going to have to extend this season, and I understand. <laughs> McKinnon said, I get that, hence the reason it's wonky at best. Yes. Um, extend, they're going to have to extend the season. Like, there's no way that we're getting the Super Bowl on no. that first uh, but, uh, Sunday. But here's the thing. They've already said they have the opportunity to extend the season another month. Yeah. They can kick the Super Bowl back all the way to the first week of March. They already have all the hotels, everything booked up, everything lined up and planned for any of the weeks that the Super Bowl might fall into. So why not use that padding? Um. 
Joseph said, uh, I think they will, Gary, but they won't unless they really have to due to the TV and advertising deals. It's all about the cash. You extend the season, and you will make more money. more money. You make more money because <laughs> now you're playing football on an 18th week yes. and a 19th week instead of 17 weeks. I, I think they should do that anyway. Mm-hmm. I mean, that that's just my opinion. Like, toss in at least two buys for everybody and yeah. get more more game weeks in. Just to, just to kick this thing back down down further. Yeah. I, I don't think it should we, just why be Why do we this need year? nine games on su- Sunday mornings? There is no reason. No, no. give give me two buys. Give me six games on Sunday mornings, and 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 make the season two more weeks long. Uh, Birdie said, "Agree, Gary. Extend the season. Why not? Yep. Who cares if it ends at the end of February instead of week one? Who cares? Keep it uh, keep it fair for everyone." Um, yep. But see, and I'm not even worried about keeping it fair for everybody. Like I'm just uh, just extend it. Like my God, it's not it's hard. It's just the easiest solution. It's just the easiest, most reasonable, rational solution. Yes, uh, Birdie said Titans are not missing anyone of consequence, though they are all practice squad guys. They have enough to play and be competitive. Yeah, they're missing Corey Davis. That's kind of oh. a big deal. I mean, it, what, he's he's their leading receiver right now. So, uh, Shep that's said, only because Brown's been hurt. Shep said, "Got to go now. Have a great day, everyone." Uh, Chris and Gary, thanks for the coverage. Hey, no problem, Shep. We See appreciate you. you coming in here, man. Uh, and Birdie said, "Totally agree, Gary." Yeah. I'm uh, it's just my thought process. All right, let's close this thing out. We're already 47 minutes into it on let's a, get out of on here. Friday. Uh, let's talk about Major League Baseball. The Braves can't lose. What is going on with it? This is how crazy 2020 is. They had not won a playoff series since 2001, and now they haven't lost a game in the playoffs. For Swept two, two series. Man. Uh, <laughs> McKinnon said NFL equals no effing logic. <laughs> You're probably right. Yeah. Oh, man. Birdie said, who has more fun than us? Hey, who knows? I don't know if anybody that does. That's why we have this show. It's just a bunch of dudes getting around talking sports. All right, so Major League Baseball, I am having more fun watching baseball this year than I have since I was a kid. I mean, this has been absolutely enthralling television. Uh, the Braves are good. The Dodgers are good. The Astros, everybody hates them. I understand that, but they've been really damn good. And now we've got, you know, a game five with the Rays and the Yankees to see who who closes it out and goes to the championship series. Does it get better than this? No, I'm, I'm, I'm really liking this. I think baseball has been very, very smart. They have lined up their playoff series to happen Monday through Friday every week. Last weekend, they didn't play a single game over the weekend. This weekend, they're not playing a single game over the weekend. They are not competing with football. They are very smart to do this. And, and by doing that, man, I think they're getting a lot more eyeballs. It's been a lot more fun. The, 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 the home runs are helping. The scoring is up big. Every one of these games are, you know, somebody on some team is scoring double Except digits. Except for anybody that goes against the Braves right now. <laughs> well, the, Bra- the, Braves, the Braves have hit two teams where they, they – they, I think they've only given up – uh, I think two, two, two innings they've given up a run in the last – I don't know. Last five it's games. Insane. It's an, an insane amount of innings. But, but yeah, it's just, yeah, they look really good, but everybody's looking good that's winning right now. Oh, yeah, the Dodgers are out there. McKinnon said, I'm out, boys. Have a good evening. Uh, no doubt I'll talk to you all tomorrow at some point. Yeah, absolutely. No, we'll, we'll be around. We'll be around. Hit us up on Twitter, everybody that wants to. So we will uh, we'll be doing this thing. No worries. Um, Birdie said, don't we want a Houston Dodgers final? I would love that, by the way. Man, I would not be upset be... with that. As long as I don't see the Dodgers win it, I'm happy. Uh, Darren jumps in. Y'all both are a riot. Uh, better than all the others. Y'all keep it real and don't hold back. Also, y'all don't fake anything. Uh, you damn right about that. I'm a really bad liar. We, we don't know how to do that. 
I mean, I'm so, just really bad at it. Terry jumps in. He said, what's up? What is up, Terry? Hey, Terry, we're talking about your favorite subject right now, the Atlanta Braves. <laughs> no. no, we're talking about baseball, Terry. No, we're talking about baseball. Baseball. Um, let's see. Uh, Birdie said, NBA ratings are hitting WNBA levels. All other sports are doing it right. Um, yeah. yeah, I mean, we're not going to get into the politics of the uh, the situation here. It's just a, it's a rough time if you're – the NBA I just is think the NBA sport. is competing against baseball and football, and right now baseball is, is throttling them. And, well, and even even when you are because normally the NBA finals are done well before the well, Major yeah, League Baseball playoffs. way before now. Yeah, that's right. And it's not that they're necessarily competing with baseball or football because there are some they, nights where it's just them. It's just that there is so much more stuff in your head that you've got to pay attention to right now. The problem is the nights that it's just them. We have given so much of our time and energy to sports. You just can't do it every night of the week. Yeah. I mean, it's impossible. It, it's impossible. I have not watched a single NBA game since I, uh, so, since the Grizzlies got eliminated. And so I'm, I'm watched, keeping up with I them. watched a lot. I watched a lot. But once the Celtics got beat by the Heat, I was, I was out. I mean, that was my team, and that was who yeah. I was in with. And, and, and you know, they left, and, and that was it. If, if the Celtics had made it to the finals, I probably would have watched. I don't. I don't watch. I would have watched every game. I'd or I'd at least record. I'd like when they're playing against you know football. I would at least recorded all the games and then gone back and watched them. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Terry said that Dodger San Diego game Wednesday night was awesome. Not so much last night. Uh, yeah. No. It, it look baseball to me has been incredibly. It's been a lot of fun. Yeah. It's been a lot of fun. Yeah, I'm. I'm a fan of what's going on right now. I cannot wait to watch this Yankees. All of game. the teams that I that were likable that I wanted to win are out. So now I'm all in on the heel. Give me an Astros World Series. That's all I want in my life. <laughs> That's so insane. That's so insane. I just think it's amazing. Uh, this Darren, is going to be incredible. Darren McArdle said uh, Tampa Bay will win two sports. Uh, hey, not they if they could. look like they did Thursday they could. night. Good gracious. And and the Rays could absolutely win a, a championship. Oh, but. just just win tonight. Win tonight, and I'm I'm not going to pull for you against the 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 Astros, but I won't pull against you. I'll be a Neutral I would, observer. I would love to see. I'm the, all in on the Braves. That's the truth. I, it, that's the the honest truth. Good Mid South Southern boy. I'll I'll root for this Braves team as much as it bothers me that they somehow manipulate the hell out of their young players to take fractions of the money that everybody else is taking yes. to stay with the organization long term. I don't know how they do that, but it really bothers me. He <laughs> said, "Hell no, we want an Atlanta Rays series." <laughs> All right, look, look, look. I want Atlanta to win. One, because I grew up a Braves fan, you know, because that was the only team that was on regularly. That's, that's, that's who we got. And the other side of this is on SBR back in, what was it, February or March? Yeah. Um, they were asking my thoughts on the season, who I thought was going to win the World Series this year, and I told them that I, and I put money on it. It was a long shot then. It wasn't a super long shot, but... I got them at like plus three fifty. I got the yeah. Braves to win the World Series. No, I only got like ten bucks on it. But hey, that's what I said on the show, and I'm not a baseball guy, so if I want to be right, right. That's a good thing. That's a good feeling. <laughs> no, I listen. We say a lot of crazy shit months and months and months back. Listen, I picked the Mets. If the Mets were in this thing, I'd be ecstatic. I picked the Mets and the Astros. I got half of this thing right. And I had the Astros winning it all. Oh yeah, baby. <laughs> <laughs> It didn't no. look good early. Thank God that they let sixteen teams in the playoffs. I uh, I bet the um, uh, the Toronto Raptors to win the NBA championship last year at plus two fifty. 
And and then I hedged, and I bet the Warriors. Now, this was before the playoffs started. And I ended up, like, it, it got to a point where it didn't matter who won. I was making money. And I felt really yeah, good about it. you know how I feel about that. Our boy, our boy John Lacombs has oh, yeah. the best saying in the world. Hedges are for landscapers. Oh, yeah. No, it's true. It's true. You know, we don't hedge. We don't hedge. Uh, Terry said, what I don't want is a damn Dodgers-Yankees series. That would suck. I'll tell you this. Oh, it would not suck for oh, I, I won't watch one pitch of it. Hey, I will tell you that. I'll tell you I'm this. a baseball purist. I won't watch a pitch. For, for you not watching a single pitch, uh, there are millions of people that will. I mean, it, it will be well, they can massive. all kiss my ass. <laughs> I think that's a good way to close the show today. I think that's a good way to close it. All right, guys. Uh, we will be doing a podcast either Saturday night, Sunday morning, uh, basically recapping the college football schedule, the week that was, and all that good stuff. And it will be a podcast only. So make sure that you go over to Apple Podcast, Google Podcast, Spotify, whatever your favorite podcast app is. Make sure that you are subscribed and... Uh, and then check it out there. It will not be on YouTube. It will not be on any of those spots. We'll share the link out, but that's where you're going to get it. Um, and it's going to be basically, uh, it's going to go along with what my article will be. So you can go over to winningcureseverything.com. You can find it over there as well. And uh, and then we'll also have a podcast on Thursday that's going to kind of preview the college football week that's coming up. We'll, uh, we'll always be previewing the NFL stuff right there on the YouTube channel. We'll be doing the live show Monday, Wednesday, and Friday and, uh, and then we'll figure it out. I think Chris is going to have to handle the Wednesday show by himself, at least. But I will send in my NFL picks for him. I know he'll be able to get through it. Life will be good. But I am uh, I am currently planning on being out of town next Wednesday. So we'll we'll see what, what happens from there. But uh, with that said, go over to sbrpicks.com slash NCAAF. Make sure that you are subscribed to the Sportsbook Review YouTube page. Tomorrow morning at 10 a.m. Central Time, 11 a.m. Eastern, we will be having our closing line show. We'll be discussing all the games that are coming up for the college football Saturday. It's going to be a good time. Good time, of course. If you've not already subscribed everywhere you need to for Winning Cures Everything, make sure that you do that. Head over to the website, subscribe to the pod, uh, podcast, all that good stuff. Chris, is there anything breaking that we need to hit? I can't say anything. That sounds good to me. We appreciate all you guys jumping in here. Thank you so much for helping drive the conversation, of course, like you do every single time we jump on here. We cannot thank you enough. With all that said, take care of yourself. Take care of each other. We will see you tomorrow morning. Thanks for checking out Winning Cures Everything. If you want to keep up with us, hit subscribe on YouTube or your favorite podcast app. Visit the website at winningcureseverything.com or you can like us on Facebook or follow us at Winning Cures, at Gary WCE, or at Chris B. Giannini on Twitter. Share out the show, leave a nice review, and make sure to comment and tweet at us. Without the ones like you, who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you, with professional-grade industrial supplies. Count on real-time product availability and fast delivery. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done.